when I when I'm having like the hardest time with creating stuff and like wanting it so bad, it's been super helpful to think about what does a fucking matter to you? Yeah. I'm gonna die. Yep. And that's okay. do it i can't even do it no it is this is a little serious more serious but i can't be too serious because then the shtick's over let's talk about death specifically murder (laughs) i was kidding i'm listening dude okay so I, i i've been thinking about this a lot i think that death is one of the best things for artists. If you just just think about the, the idea of death. I remember I had a friend uh, going on a show. He was just like super nervous about the show. And like just as a joke and as a side, I was just like, hey man, what does it matter? You're going to die one day. So just go play, you know? Um, but ever since I said that as a joke, I've like, I've taken it to heart. And I think death can be one of the most liberating things for artists and creative types. Wow. Because like, like if you can kind of on the surface level, death is scary, but if you just kind of put it in perspective, like artists, they tend, we take things so seriously. We take our craft so seriously, but if you kind of, you can taper that with the idea that like one day I'm going to die and it doesn't fucking matter. Mm. Like death, the idea that one day, you will die and probably be forgotten is a really scary and sad thought, but it's also a, an incredibly liberating thought because one day I'm going to die. So why wouldn't I just go do this album or go do this a piece of artwork or make this statement or do this? Like what, what's the, why does it matter? You know, you could embarrass yourself in front of all your friends and family forever. Yeah. yeah I do that all the time. What like what do we mean? But it's like, like death. Yeah, I think is like one of the most liberating things in the world. I mean, and you definitely have to like work through it. It's like it's not just something like, oh man, because like I I fear death. Well, I don't know if I fear death. I think I fear the anticipation of death. Because then once you're death, you're just out, dude. It's like kind of yeah. nice. You're not thinking about anything. You're in heaven, maybe. You know, um, but. Yeah, I, I I think about this all the time, especially mm. when I'm when I because I, I I want to make it so bad, you know. I'm writing songs. I'm I am shaking my ass on camera, like a 13 year old in junior high on TikTok, just like trying to get people's attention, you know. Um, but what work. helps me is like, dude, I'm gonna die one day, so just have fun. Might as well go for it, because if you die, like it genuinely, you know. I was thinking about this, like. Rome at some point was the most impressive and important country or not country city in the world. Like uh, all roads lead to Rome. It was like this, it was this, the staple of the world. You, 
Could you name one musical artist from Rome? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Two. Name two artists. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just like, all, like these, I'm sure there were incredible, great artists, but they're dead now. And we don't even think about them. Mm. Like a- after enough time, we're all going to be forgotten. I think about this quite often because you go back in your family history. How uh, how far back can you even go in your family? Like I can't even name well, my great. Well, I came great- from a broken home, so well, I don't know my history. I uncovered a very deep topic. I'm sorry, but <laughs> does I can't go back even to history books? Maybe a couple hundred years, mm-hmm. I would think. But the thing is, is like the vast majority of people are going to be forgotten. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And then, like, even after, like, a few hundred years, everybody will be forgotten. Like, anybody. Steve Jobs yep. in 500 years will be forgotten. Yep. Nobody will talk about Steve Jobs, you know? You heard it here first. Like, it just it just won't happen. Like, all these, these great people from way, way back in the day, they're just not going to... There's, like, three people we talk about. Yep. Jesus, St. Joan of Arc, and Elton John. Those are the only people the we talk Trinity. about. The Holy Trinity, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think w- when I when I'm having like the hardest time with creating stuff and like wanting it so bad, it's been super helpful to think about what is a fucking matter, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna die. Yep, and that's okay. Like once and once you're dead, dude. Who cares? What's going on? We don't know. We don't know. Like, we don't know what's going on, but you're you're not gonna be toiling and worrying about, oh man, no one listened to my song. You know? You're gonna be like, I toil about that. How it's hot down here. Ah, yeah, I'll be in Ah. hell, dude. I'm gonna be in heaven, dude. I'm gonna be in heaven. You and Jesus gonna be out there. Me and Andrew Tate gonna be in heaven, just partying, you know? I'm gonna be down here knocking on the window. But yeah, it's it's it just it's something I, I think I think about often. Just because artists, man, we just we take things so seriously and we're so uptight. But we, I I think the best thing that artists can do is just to like figure out ways to just like loosen up, you know, just like loosen that booty hole, dude. Like nobody wants a diamond, dude. Nobody wants a diamond. They want to loose. Like and when you're loose, you're just you're more fun, you know. Nobody likes that serious artist. Who's just like, man, I just have to make it. Or they're only talking about themselves. Mm. You know? I know a few of those people. They got that main character energy and it's just all about them and their career. And they've never asked a question about anybody in their life. Nobody wants to be around those artists, dude. If you're an artist, just do yourself a favor. Think about your art. And then remember, one day you're going to die and be forgotten. And it's going to be okay. Amazing. What a what a what a life lesson, dude. Who would have thought that death could be so comforting? I do think it it's the I mean it's the great equalizer. Everyone's going to die and so it's like it's the one thing everyone will experience at some point, but it does take away that judgment. Like when you're tr- making a decision about releasing something or posting yeah. something, like you said it's like who cares? Like yeah. I'm gonna post this. What's the worst that could happen? I think that's what I always tell myself is like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. When I do something. Like the worst the worst thing that could probably happen to you is like you'll go to jail and then somebody <laughs> spreads a rumor that you are a pedophile. <laughs> that would probably be the worst, you know. That would be yeah, really so bad. So if that happens, God love you. But, but you can always die. You could but you'll die eventually. Exactly. You know? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> this too shall pass. Just remember that, all you pedos. Um, <laughs> yikes. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think if I ever did a TED Talk, I would probably do a TED Talk on this subject. Like, hey, you'll be forgotten one day, and that's the best news in the world. Wow. Deep talk. Why don't we just change this whole podcast? Boom. You're going to be forgotten. We're a health and it's wellness true. podcast. Well, it's so. like uh, the tallest man on earth. He's just like, it, one of his lyrics, he's like, and I plan to be forgotten when I'm gone. That's great, dude. That's so nice. But it, it's hard for me as an artist and a four on the Enneagram, like everything, it's just like, I want to be significant. Everything I do, it has to be significant. Mm. So it's like next to impossible for me to not feel that way. But yeah. who cares, dude? I'm going to die. So it doesn't gonna yeah, matter. Who cares? We're dying. St. Albans Central, like no nobody listens to it now. You know, maybe it'll be one of those things where you get more popular when you die, like Van Gogh. No one gave two shits about Van Gogh. And then he died. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, this starry night photo's not bad. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um I was gonna tell you about this. I um so I I'm probably gonna sell my bass amp. I don't think I'm gonna sell my my uh guitar amp, but I uh, we went on this little little tour, and there were no amps in the car. And I think I am totally sold on the ampless route. Look at you, Dad. Daddy Look is a changed you. man. I think I'm sold on the ampless route. I don't think, like, guitar amps are done. If you play a guitar amp, you're a boomer, and you wear Paisley shirts, you know? But, um... Uh, I think I'm just gonna do because now I play bass and guitar when I when I'm doing Saint Albans stuff. But I think I'm just gonna have a pedal board because like if I do like a mini run, it's just gonna be a drum set, my inner rack, guitars, pedal board. Yeah, unbelievable. It's the age of like we have the technology nowadays. Yes, it's like not twenty 10 years, years ago. ago. Not great. You would have got crucified yeah. by musicians 15 yep. years ago. You would have gotten crucified at church even. Oh, yeah. You have to have big, heavy tube amps. Yeah. For but, like, now it's just, like, I have a Fender Blues Junior, which isn't too heavy. It's pretty pretty easy to lug around. And then a Fender Rumble. But, I mean, they just take up a ton of space. Mm-hmm. And if, like, I can just get it all on my pedal board. That's unbelievable. I think there's a big difference, too, in what venues provide compared to when music and touring was first getting mm-hmm. started with like rock bands. Cause you think about yeah, it. They didn't have microphones. Well, yeah, it's like rock bands would show up and they might have like a little PA just to make like bingo announcements yep. at some place. Mm-hmm. So it's like, of course you have to bring these huge amps, yep. bass amps, all this to make the noise. Now most bars usually have like some 15 inch speakers, usually a sub or something with there. Cause they can get them for pretty cheap nowadays. So you don't have to lug around your own, you know, PA anymore at all. So it's mm-hmm. like, and same with tone is like all the amp modeling software that's out there. It's like you can get any amp sound. Well, there's this imagine, thing I was looking at because um, you know? like my friend plays the UAD Dream or the UA Dream. Um, it's like 400 bucks. So they can be pricey. You know, it's still cheaper than an amp. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one amp I found, it's called the Joyo American. Oh, yeah. They're $40. <laughs> and I've like heard them and I'm just like. They sound pretty good. And I'm not I'm not a tone guy. I'm not like a tone Nazi. Like as long as it doesn't sound like shit, I'll be like, that's fine. <laughs> and plus it's like I'm jumping around on stage like a fish. Like I'm not even playing the right notes when I'm on stage. And I have all these effects going through it. It's just like, yeah. you know, like I in my brain, I'm like, I'll buy two of them 
in case it breaks and then I'll just replace it, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't believe how much I've changed from you know, just being this purist to now like I don't need amps, you know. I don't like all that software and those Next sense. thing, yeah, next thing you know, like I won't even play guitar anymore, I'll just sing. I still can't do that, dude. Like I well, actually I think I can now. It's it's Only a sing? weird I think so. It's tough. I don't know if I could. Do I it. think I'm getting comfortable just being myself. You know, like a lot of singers, like when they sing, they look all hot and they're just shaking their stuff. And I got tits, dude. It's not as easy for me to to look good while I'm singing without an instrument. And the instrument covers my belly, which I'm most insecure about. You know, but I think I'm just slowly getting more comfortable. Just like, and I think like people like Post Malone have kind of helped. Like you see him like dance on stage. He looks like a happy like crack addict, dude. Just like on like you've seen him on the street corner yeah. where they're just like, ooh, ooh, you know, like super skinny, you know, but they're feeling it. That's what Post Malone looks like when he's on stage. But it's fun. It's like it's liberating. It's free, you know. I wish I had I just don't have the confidence to be a great like front man. What do you do without, with your hands? What, I don't do you know. Get up there. Like what do you that's I, my I, I mean I hold it and I probably just put it on my hip and just like or do the, you know, the Freddie Mercury thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd probably just sing like this. <laughs> and my hand would just keep going up. And then I'd just bring it around and just keep going. I don't know, dude. I think I'm going to, like, I'm doing a song with a, a buddy, uh, Robin Raps. And um, I don't know if I'm going to play an instrument. And I think I might just sing on it. But it's, yeah, it's it, it takes some confidence, man. It yes. takes some serious confidence to be a front man or woman. Or front they, um, and I don't know. I, I think I can. I think I can do it. I just get. I get my. This is the interesting thing about me is like, I'm pretty good at pretending like I don't give a fuck, but I give all the fucks. I care so much about how people perceive me. Like, like you're looking at me uh, on this podcast right now, and you're like, that guy looks like a slob. And in my head, I'm like, I want you to think I, want, I look like a slob. But in reality, it's just like, I don't want them to think I look like a slob. I want them to think I look cool. But I don't. It's That's a what carefully happens. manifested it's, persona. Yes, it's this, it's this sick, twisted thing. But I think I'm like getting more comfortable. It's actually weird. It's like me doing um, vocal performances of my songs on, like, on reels and like TikTok and stuff has like helped me do um, like just get comfortable like performing and like singing just like dancing a little bit because i'm always afraid like i'm afraid to get on stage and like sing a song and then someone just pointed me like that guy looks like a fat loser and i'm like no i am you know (laughs) like that's my biggest fear and that's why i don't perform songs without a guitar are you also scared of like being people thinking you're being a tryhard like by yes, being serious absolutely because i can like I that's why that i won't wear that's why bit. i won't wear like one of those brimmed hats yeah because like that guy's a try hard. big dumb hat. well number two is they don't fit my head but <laughs> um i think so but i'm getting more and more comfortable it, it's funny because like i saw this woman um I, I played this show and this lady was there and i wish i had her energy and confidence she was there she looked so stupid she looked so stupid 
not. But she didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I envy that mm. so much. Yeah. People who like go to clubs and they're just dancing. They're like in their own world. They're just feeling and they're just like, ooh. And like, this is me when I'm at, if I'm doing that, I'm kind of like, ooh, but I'm like, you know, who's looking? <laughs> um, but I yeah. I feel that of like the wanting to not be perceived as a tryhard is such a big like I, we were doing a, a little show and, and when we finished, I had like, I was just joking with people like, Hey, thanks for having this, like this stupid thing. I like put on. I, I was kind of yeah. like d- downgrading it in my mind as mm-hmm. I was talking. Cause I didn't want to think like, I cared so much about like this yeah, event. Yeah. yeah I, I don't care. It is. I would be like, this, I, this is just like, whatever. This is stupid, yeah. but thanks for coming to this stupid thing. You know, appreciate it. Whatever. Cause to me just being like, I don't know not even like t- acknowledging that it's an event and that I was like yeah. performing feels yeah. so it, icky, and it's a delicate know? thing. Like, it is. It's really, there's a delicate thing between like confidence and cockiness. Yes. You know, and it's very easy for a musician to get on stage to be perceived as cocky. Cause like one, you're already on stage. Yeah. You don't need to do like much more. If your shirt's open and your chest hair is just trying to like breathe for life. It's just like everyone's looking at you, buddy. But then if you're out there like, hey, man, what's up? Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool, man? And people are like, boo. I'm like, that's a try hard. But if someone's up there just having fun, you know, it's like. And that's the thing, too. It's like I think my self-awareness of me being a try hard is enough to not be a try hard. You know, like I don't think. I will ever be a try, even though my wife thinks I am. But I also think my <laughs> wife thinks I am because she sees how the sausage is made. You know, she sees all other people's content and stuff. And like, oh, man, that's so fun and so natural. But she doesn't see like the setup before or like they scripted it or whatever. And she takes, believes what she sees. Yeah. She mm-hmm. sees me like, you know, like pulling my pants up before the video or like or like when I when I do like a TikTok, I like hit the camera and I'm like, Okay, let's try to get the, the, the tits down a little bit. And then I'm like, and then I like suck in and I'm like, eh. and then she's just like, that's not natural. But I'm like, bitch, none of this is natural. That's so funny. I remember like right before a show, I got all hot and bothered about like what I was going to wear. Cause I remember I was like, I picked a shirt. And I was like, this feels like I'm trying too hard. Like I'm trying to be too cool. <laughs> and Holly came in the room while I was like switching shirts. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just, I don't know, I was like, the other one felt like I was was too cool for school. I got to, like, put some... like on. a Paisley shirt. Yeah, and she like, was like, yeah. but she's like, oh, you can't just wear, like, a ratty T-shirt. I was like, but if I wear a shirt, like, a T-shirt, I look casual yeah. and, like, I don't care. She's like, but now you're, like, putting well, all this thought into it. And it's well, because like, ah. my, my, thought, my thought process has changed. I remember I used to look at people who changed before a show, mm. and I was mm. just like, you, yeah, you pussy dude. <laughs> you try hard you know and now i'm like oh i get it yeah you know i think it depends on the type of band though still like if i see like a band like a rock band and, and it's they one put thing on leather pants well it's a different like just like change like their shirt like that's one thing but yeah. if they like put on like a whole new outfit i'm like 
Yeah, it's like if like, the mm. outfit is a part of the show, it's fine. Yeah. But if it's like I'm trying to look cool, then I'm yes. like, fuck you. you There's know? a certain line because like, like I get it. It's just like like when you're in a car all day. If you're in like sweatpants yeah. or like you That's know shorts fine. or whatever, it's fine. You know, and because I'll change, I'll never play a show in shorts. You nobody wants to see my chubby legs. You know, these chubby, dry ass, cracked Strong, legs. You know, beautiful legs. Strong like rhino Sexy. legs. Um, but yeah, now I'm like, okay, it's fine. But yes, there is, there is a fine, but it's one of those things like, how do you know someone's being a try hard? You just know. Yeah. You yep. know? It and it's like, y- it's, you can't describe it. You can't, it, it's very hard, but you just look, you're like, mm. mm-hmm. usually it's with the big hats though. Oh yeah. Big hats, <laughs> a huge tell. Um, if they're like, or like really greasy hair, um, a beard, because they're hiding something underneath it, you know? <laughs> You've seen some people, it's like, they, like, shave their beard and instantly become uncool, yeah. you know? That's oh. why people have... Why do you think I have facial hair? Like, I barely have facial it's hair. It's makeup for boys. I have, I have facial because <laughs> I don't want people to see my fat chin, dude. My double-dumpling chin on my face. Like, people at shows, like, they're like, how can you even sing with that double-dumpling chin? That's what they say. They're like you, you, you look like a, a drowning Buddha. That's what you look like. Go eat another piece of chicken, fatty. <laughs> At least you have one. I look like a thumb. It's just like, perfectly. dude. I, have you? I've seen a few people without chins, and it's weird. It's <laughs> weird, dude. And I've seen them, and some of them they kind of try to cover it up with a beard, and just like that ain't doing just like nothing. the goatee that goes into their neck. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It's like it, like them trying to cover up uh, their no chin with a beard is like somebody, you know, you go out to dinner with somebody, and they leave, and you eat a couple fries, and then you try to like cover it up to make it look like you ate nothing. Move the vegetables. But everyone, around. you get back, you're like. <laughs> We all know. We all know, you know. Um, <laughs> poor people. Yeah, I remember seeing that guy. I was just like, yikes. Yikes. At least, like, the nice thing is, like, he'll never get knocked out, you know, because he doesn't have a chin. <laughs> Take a tough one off the chin. <laughs> off the neck. Oh, my goodness, dude. That's fucking funny, dude. That's funny. All right, dude, let's end it with a Chick-fil-A. Sure, yeah. We're a little weak late, but I have to talk about the chicken filet, dude. Um, apparently they have a diversity, equity, and inclusion. Do they have like a, a, a VP now? They have a VP. D- did they say like what it, cause I would imagine like liberal diversity, equity, and inclusion is different than conservative diversity, equity, and inclusion. I would assume it's a fairly conservative guy. That so have. maybe it's good, you know? Yeah. Like, we all know, like, the, the Chick-fil-A that I go to, it's hella diverse, dude. You got white people, you got black people, uh, you got you got Mexican people, um, you got not many Asians, you know, but uh, it's because they eat dog. <laughs> it's, it's Chick-fil-A, not dog filet. <laughs> I'm not part of this podcast anymore. <laughs> um yeah like people like and it just goes to show it's like we're headline culture people don't know what they're talking about but people lost their minds well that's what i was telling you earlier too is that they 
hired this role in like 2020. And then yeah. uh, I think at that point he was like director of DEI and then he was promoted to VP last year. Mm. But all the news is technically old news, but it just got but tweeted this, about this last is the, week. This is the interesting thing about Chick-fil-A. It's just like they hired somebody for diversity, equity, and inclusion. They ain't hiring gay people. There's no. no way. And gay people no. aren't working at Chick-fil-A. That's their it's number like one this, thing. It's like this mutual agreement. It's just like, hey, like you you live your life, but you don't want to lurk, you don't want to work here. Okay. You want to you want to be a fry cook? You want to really stuff chicken sandwiches after your home stuffing something else, oh you know? It's just <laughs> it, I yeah, it's like I, I, I don't I don't understand. I mean, like and again, it's like Chick-fil-A seems very diverse to me. Every time I've gone, unless I'm in like DeMott, Indiana, when it's just Dutch people, just like the whitest Dutchest people. Oh, it's in happy the world. little white teenagers yeah. that are way too over enthusiastic. But th this is the thing about like diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's like some companies have to focus on it more than others. For example, like I think Hollywood is a something that has to focus on diversity a little bit more because you're trying to sell a product to the masses. Yeah. Okay. You, everybody, you know, from Quebec to China to Nigeria, all these people in like, you know, in, in the States, they're all going to be watching these movies. So they, they want, they want to identify in some way about the movie, even though Hollywood's gotten a little ridiculous. I think they like, in order to for a movie to be considered for an Academy Award, you have to hire like three coloreds and a cripple before you could even like be considered. That seems a little a little crazy. Um, but other companies don't have to worry about diversity, equity, and inclusion as much. Like you think black people are going camping and like picking up their tent from REI? <laughs> I don't think so. There's seven black people who go camping in the entire world. And we're not even talking about the people living like a jungle, you know? <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it's like all these places, they're just like focusing on. <laughs> you did think, not just say jungle. Well, I'm talking about like in Africa, dude. Oh my god! What's wrong? No, you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, like, but yeah. So it's like certain things. Like I think like the NFL. Like, if you look at the, <laughs> I think I lost. I lost. <laughs> I think I lost. Them. I don't know how to jump into the pool on this one. You can't, I, dude. I'm on the you diving can't. board. and I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like I think some companies need to like you have to focus on it more. Than others, you know, but it's just so crazy to me. It's just like, and this is a problem with fucking like conservatives, dude, or like just like, and, and it's conservatives paired with headline culture. Like liberals have the same problem with headline culture, but it's just like, if you're just like, yeah, slavery ended in whatever year, 1945, 1945, whatever, and then people are like, oh, these people are so woke, you know, and just like, what? Yeah, we stated a fact, and it's like woke now. And it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's anyway, Chick-fil-A, dude. Go get your Christian chicken. That shit's mm -hmm. good though, dude. It is that shit. Darn good. But like if you're gonna have a community to like stick by our side, Christians ain't a bad community because they will like 
you know, like the devil is persecuting our brethren and we need to support them, dude. And they're going to support the shit out of Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. It, like, I remember when, like, it was like the, I think it was the CEO or whatever was like, uh, um, he was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I support gay marriage. And then people like lost their minds and the Christians were like, we're doubling down. We're going three times a day, <laughs> no. you know? Biggest profits in Chick-fil-A history, you know? They just need to stay in their corner. Just like they can't, dude. But it, but it's like, just make good sandwiches. You know? That's and they Mickey do these guy. They just stay in their lane. I know exactly what I'm getting. And you know what? They're open Sunday. So Dude. I'll yeah. Mick McDonald's is like a Mc, the McDonald's that. Coke. Woo. Lord. But they um yeah. RIP to that three dollar bundle, man. It's three fifty now, and you get a small fry instead of a medium. Stop it, damn Joe Byron, dude. He's just screwing us all over. But anyway, go to Chick Fil A if you want, dude. Their mac and cheese is bomb. Their chicken noodle soup is bomb. They just, you know, they don't hire. I don't know, certain pygmies. I don't know, ch- children. They should hire children, dude. Can you hire children? Uh, Chick Fil A probably does have like the lowest. Like, there's like homeschooled thirteen oh, year olds there. I think if they're Christian, they get an extra like five years off. So like, you can hire at like eight years old at Chick Fil A, yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> with a parent signature. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Um, it's probably the last podcast Scooter's going to be on, but uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. So I'm holding open auditions. Uh, if anybody wants to join, just got to have a. A low tolerance or a high tolerance for uh, shenanigans and bullshit. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everyone. Ciao, ciao, ciao. (laughs) Signing off forever. (laughs)